and welcome. This is episode six of Unhealthy Discourse. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. And we're very happy to have you back here, uh, all three of you or so. That might be generous. Don't address them. <laughs> we don't like to talk about them. Oh, right, right, right. Um, actually, we have a live studio audience, so... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah. But Okay, so today, our subject is going to be naps versus knapsacks. <laughs> and I will be taking the side of naps, which uh, makes a lot of sense because I'm the queen of them. Um, and Matt will be taking the side of knapsacks, as in, like, backpacks and, like, carrying things. Which is obvious because I'm the king of carrying things. Well, it's mostly obvious because I make Matt come to my apartment for everything and, and meet me in the East Village for everything. And um, I never, ever go to him. So he does have to carry things, and I don't. And I'm really damn good at it. You're, you are good at it. You're so strong. What can I say? Um... Yeah, so you want me to start? What, do you want to start? Or yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. I'm frankly, I'm very tired right now, so um, I feel like this is a good time for me to talk about napping. Okay, I mean, are you ready for nighttime sleep or are you ready for a nap? Though I'm ready for nighttime sleep, but but all sleep is fantastic, and that is the premise of my argument here. Um, naps. When we are born, our parents force us to take naps and we love them most as far children. as you know you don't even have memories of that uh i know my parents said that i love them and i still love them so i don't really feel like there was any reason why i wouldn't have back then they could have been lying to you they could have but um also i'm the third child and by the time your parents have that many children they just sort of like forget things about your childhood so like i feel like they they so just they honestly, up. they, they honestly could have no idea. Yeah, You're right. We know. We, know for um, sure. we do not know for sure. Yeah, they made it up. You just uh, confirmed it on your own. All right. So anyway, naps. Positive to naps. A lot of times in the afternoon, you hit like a slump and you're like, Ugh, like whether you're at work, you're like, oh my God, like when is this day going to end? Or if you're out on the weekend, you're like, Oh my God, I'm out and about. Like, I don't when know. When is this day going to end? <laughs> no, not when is this day going to end, but like, like I'm out and about. Like, gosh, I'm really, really tired. And I have that dinner reservation later tonight. Um, but like, I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to have time to go home before. And like, uh, I've been wearing this like really constricting blazer all day. <laughs> and um, I'm not wearing the right shoes. And I just like, I feel like I'm super fatigued. Um, and my, my apartment is air conditioned and or heated, depending on the season. Um, or if you're Patrick, my roommate, you have both regardless of season, um, because it was nine degrees and of course his AC unit is still in. So that makes a lot of sense. But, um, yeah, you reach that point and you're like, my goodness, what I would give to put my feet up and rest my eyes as a good middle-aged man would say. You know, um, is that how you do your naps with your feet up? Uh, yeah, put my feet up, of course. What is it? Is that good for your circulation? Wait, okay. I always viewed feet up as just saying that, like, you're horizontal. What I, I would assume it's literally feet up, like <laughs> sky high. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like a headstand. <laughs> Toes to the sky. Toes to the sky. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I've never done that, and I was actually thinking about that earlier today about how. 
I am probably going to die without ever having done a like inappropriate or perfect cartwheel and or handstand or headstand. Are you at peace with that? Um, and I'm not. I feel like you could be if you wanted. Well, to. it's I've had I've had multiple knee surgeries and I have a messed up knee, so like. No, I whole... mean just. I feel like you could just be at peace. No, with but it. then let me explain why okay. I'm not. <laughs> um, and so I worry. I'm like, oh man, like if I ever tried to do a cartwheel and I messed up, I could really like whew, mess up some lateral motion on my my knee, and that wouldn't be great. Because um, landing was always my difficult part, my difficulty. Um, and my other issue with handstands is that I have no upper body strength. So I don't know if I would trust my arms to support the weight of my body. Well, those are good reasons for you never doing yeah. a car wheel. Yeah, okay, but the but thing what? is, but then I think about it and I'm like, you know how easy, how easy it is for some people to do these things and I'm going to die without ever being able to do them? There, I'm, there I'm are a plenty of things that are easy for other people that you're just going to die not doing. I'm a competitive person and I just feel like I should be able to do that. I mean... Granted, you guys don't know what we look There's like. It's not but... even a cartwheel competition. No, there. I mean, in floor routines in gymnastics. Is, but it's not like cartwheels are the game yeah. winner. That's All not right. like the. That's not like the game changer right there. Yeah, unless you're like Nastia Lukin and you're like a finesse gymnast or something. It's kind of like I think the cartwheels are a basic requirement of oh. that. Well, see, I could never be a gymnast, <laughs> and it also and could. You should be okay with it. It also could be because I'm five foot ten. Yeah, you're plentier <laughs> than most gymnasts. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure if I were to do the uneven bars, my legs would hit the other bar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is that automatically disqualifies you. I, it probably does. I, I also don't even think I can get up there, man. It's tough. Like I told you, my arm strength. Weak. Very weak. Okay, back to naps. Probably gymnasts don't nap. No, gymnasts probably need naps. Okay, okay. I'm going back to my basic premise. Yeah. Small children, like when you're you're really young, like they're like, oh, like they really okay, need so their sleep. Okay, so naps are for babies. No. Naps are for babies. No, let Got me get it. let me explain. Oh, are we just gonna not talk about the fact that old people love naps too? Okay. Um. Naps are for babies and dead or dying people. Gotcha. We're all dying, Matthew. Technically. Um. Right. So, babies love them, and then we sort of like reach this point in life where we feel the need to like be going, going, going all the time. And like, we feel guilty for taking a rest or a break. Um, and maybe that's just society, like the society we live in. And like, we don't, I don't live in Spain. Um, and like, it really is true. Whenever I like lay down and I'm not out and about doing something or seeing people, I, I do feel like a bit of guilt, but I also have, they the... don't actually sleep during the day in Spain. Typically. Really? really? Oh, well, Matt would know because he actually lived there. But, um, so anyway, what I'm saying is like you reach this point where you're like, oh my gosh, like all I have to do is like work and like be active and like keep, you know, furthering myself and growing, um, not physically because, you know, after puberty and stuff. But um, my point is then when we get older, we return to naps because we realize our bodies need them. And my theory is that our bodies needed them all along and they need them all throughout life and that we're not getting enough sleep um which is true the average american adult does not get enough sleep at night now 
that's sh- bullshit. What, what do you mean? I don't mean? think that's true. It, sleep is, there's no like set formula for how much sleep you should or should not get. So it's entirely Are we just ignoring science? There's no science. It's bullshit data. Like whatever book told you like you need eight hours of sleep is bullshit. There's more science behind that that book is bullshit. No, I mean, I think that's I think that's an average. Like me, I think I, my body requires more sleep than eight hours. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's individualized. Yeah, of course it is. But but I'm just saying I think there are a lot of people that are walking around tired and are addicted to coffee um, because yeah. they don't they don't take naps and they don't get the appropriate rest they need. Because but they could be getting that sleep during nighttime sleep. But they're not. And that's why naps suck, because naps take away from your nighttime sleep. No, okay, people say this, but I've never taken a nap that affected my nighttime sleep. I think you're special in this regard. Well, I've never been anyone else, so I can't speak for anyone else. But um, yeah, so back to my main premises. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like, like summarize this so you can get to your knapsack bullshit. But um, okay. Circle of life. Babies, old people, they love naps. And in, we're in the middle of our lives, we're sort of just like dumb and it, we think that we're invincible and we think we don't need them when actually we probably do and we'd live longer if we took them. Um, another thing is like they feel good. Like you put your feet up, like you're, you know, like you feel re-energized afterwards. Some people say they feel more tired afterwards, but nope. I think that it's like you feel more tired like right away, like when you're still laying in the bed. But then once you get back up, you're like, oh, okay. Like I got, I got, I could, I'm getting back into the swing of things. Um, and then Not my, always. my final argument is that beds are very comfortable. So honestly, why would you not want to lay in it if you could? Again, we're not debating sleep. It's purely Nap? naps. Okay, so okay, so I'm just saying, like, I mean, um, a nap is a risky thing. Look, you have you ever had that nap where you fall asleep and the sun's out, and then you wake up and, and the sun's gone, like it's down, it's nighttime. And you're like, what day is it? Where am I? Who am I? You have a mental breakdown. I no, completely. I mean, I have mental breakdowns, but not because of that. Um, <laughs> Uh, also, you just said we're not debating sleep; we're debating naps. Which naps are sleep? So I don't really know what it's a that... form of sleep. Yeah, but like, but it... it breaks up your nighttime. Not necessarily. Sleep. I mean, I, I mean, if you do, if you do them regularly, then maybe that wouldn't be the case. But if it's an anomaly, like you only take a nap once every two years, then yeah, that's probably gonna fuck things up a little bit. But like, if you do it regularly, it probably would make you feel better. What if you miss something because you took a nap instead? What if you miss something because you overslept in the morning? Yeah, both bad. No, yeah, but that's... This causes you anxiety. Yeah, but that that's, like, not even an argument because that's, like, sleeping at night is not a nap. That's, like, full-on sleep. Are you just saying it's no one the, should ever sleep? Is don't that, oversleep. No, that's what I'm saying. Well, I and said naps are, I'm just saying naps are risky. It's a risky proposition. That's my counter-argument. I don't know if I ever explained this to the, our listeners out there, but um, I have my phone in 24-hour time. Um, because I tore my ACL getting out of bed in the morning after a nighttime sleep, not a nap. Um, because I, it was not, um, because I messed up the AM PM on my alarm clock. Um, and I tried to get out of bed and I passed out and my knee went one way, my body went the other and the rest is history, but, um, and a knee scar. But, uh, my point is. And immobilization. (sighs) 
Yeah. The point is, I, I don't really exactly remember my point, but I think it had something to do with the fact that um, I tend to set alarms and that really does help with like missing things. But also missing things is more of an issue in the morning with night sleep than with naps, because I feel like you only take naps when you're like, no, like I really don't need don't like early drinking and like, oh, I'll just take a quick nap. Yeah, but then what do you miss the entire the night. early drinking? You take a quick nap on a Saturday and then you miss the entire night of what going to the club and getting more fucked up like god the end of the fucking world like what is what is the downside to that you save money the apocalypse you you save brain cells also there are so many things that say that drinking leads to cancer so like if you're drinking less boom there you go that's good um so I really just think that like naps those things are bullshit um also when you're napping you're saving money because you're not doing anything and frankly, when I'm awake, I spend way too much money. And like eating, drinking, going outside, you know, thrift shopping. You could be meditating. Um, Going to... That's free. I am a terrible meditator. And I will... I need someone to really help me with that. Because I, I just sort of sit there during all of the sessions. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, this is really not helping me. But I really need it. Like I, I need, I'm the type. I'm the perfect, perfect like sample. Like this, they would be worked great on me. Uh huh. Um, if if it were like a thing that you know worked, I don't know if it is. <laughs> but um, I feel like the only people that are good at meditation are people who are naturally calm and zen. Maybe. But that could be because of the meditation. Yeah. I don't know. This is the chicken or the egg situation. But anyway, so yeah, old people, young people. Uh, feels really good. Um re-energizes you and um also beds are super comfy and amazing and you don't spend money when you're sleeping um so and you stay out of trouble and you probably like i don't know anyone that's ever like ended up in jail because they took a nap so that's my argument well i'll find cases of uh, rampant napping that ended up in jail time well later. i guess like maybe if you missed your court case or like court date because of that's it. a problem see missing things Okay, Point proven. When are okay. you nap sacks. Every single time that I take a nap, it's on it's in a situation where I'm like, wow, this is a luxury. I have time in the afternoon to take a nap. So I either set an alarm for like two hours just in case, or I don't set an alarm because I'm like, I don't really have anything no, pressing. Not everyone is so lucky. That's true, but I I don't know, I just think naps Now are sacks of naps. Yeah, not everyone is so lucky to take a damn nap because they're blessings. But Everyone can have a knapsack, even hobos, which brings me to my favorite kind of knapsack, a bindle. Do you know what a bindle is? It's on the stick with the the little It's a pouch. handkerchief. Yeah. Tied to a stick. I know exactly what a bindle uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. And hobos would carry their sticks, their knapsacks, their bindles, and just take a train. Wherever, to the next station, to the next town. The midnight the next train city. to Georgia? The midnight train to Georgia. Gladys sure. Knight and the Pips? Yeah, why uh, not? Do you think she had a knapsack? Basically. I honestly, I, that song, like, I love it with my whole heart. But also, if you listen to the lyrics, it's like, um, I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mine. And it's like, wow, that is so sad. So she's like, they're leaving on the midnight train to Georgia. She's just going to follow a dude because she can't like live alone. Like, dang, Gladys, like, 
and the pips like mm-hmm. you, you could do your yeah. own you're, you're strong independent women who are yeah. making money off of packing knapsack yeah and go to not georgia yeah or go to georgia but go to a different place in georgia it's a big state yeah um okay continue anyway so basically knapsacks represent something bigger it's not just the satchel or carrying case represents escapism the ability to get away represents freedom what an american idea really because every be time to that get I, up I and have go like a bag carry all of your belongings every time that i have like a bag on my back i'm like Ugh, this is like i'm lugging this around it doesn't feel like whoa, freedom whoa, whoa, whoa. a backpack knapsack is like the best way to carry your items it's the most comfortable form of carrying um i think that there was going to be a whole generation of people with really messed up backs because of like how many books we had to carry around on our backs when that was like not a thing back in the day um and now these like new kids they they get like computers or tablets or whatever and it's like not as much but you and i like our backs are probably just going to be completely toast who's uh i suppose satchels were the first forms of carrying i think boyfriends were the first form of knapsacks girls in the 1950s with their little like poodle skirts and ponytails they'd be like i'd be like can i carry your books for you to the next class so yeah i think that's what it was um i was thinking more like much earlier oh oh wow okay (laughs) yeah but yeah if we want to specifically think about backpacks yeah sure you might be onto something um like in the like letterman jacket or what maybe i'm just like thinking of grease okay go ahead i mean the er, tbd on the on back issues caused by backpacks i don't know if there's gonna be evidence i have terrible back issues and also i would like to plug the fact that i just bought this um uh like neck traction device that's supposed to like support my head and relieve stress on my neck and it's supposed to help with like herniated discs and like neck and upper back pain and it does wonders i feel like a new person anyway go ahead good um you should work on your back strength because building the muscles in your back i do i work on my back strength um rucksack is a funny word it is as (laughs) as soon as you said that i was like that's a funny word so i will give you that point okay yeah that's why i tell you yeah (laughs) okay honestly it i laughed so it works Yeah, yeah uh points I'm done. Points. Rucksack and hobos? That's your entire... <laughs> yes. Bindles, rucksacks, hobos, and the American dream. We really should have done the wordplay one because I feel like you, you're really into just the sounds of these words, which I get. They're fun to say, but okay. So for you, I'm going to award you a certain amount of points because I do really like those words that you used. And caring things is important. I'm the kind of person that... Um, likes to, you know, think about many scenarios. Um, exactly. Uh, my backpack has everything. My knapsack has everything I need in it. Is there, is there a difference between a backpack and a knapsack? Like, no, they're synonymous. They're synonymous? Um, where did, do you know where the term knapsack originated? Um, it's German. Uh, sort of like kindergarten? Yes, as far as I know. I, I still laugh when people spell kindergarten with a D. It's Kindergarten! Like kindergarten, <laughs> like garter belt, not yeah. garden, like flowers, you know. Um, anyway, there are no flowers in Germany. Speaking of garter belts, did anyone ever read, like, did you read Lord of the Flies? 
Yeah, of course. Most people did. Okay, so do you... I don't know if, like, a lot of, like, people realize this, but these, like, prep school kids from England back in the day, like, they would wear garters. Like, their outfits were, like, that cool. formal and weird. Like, I don't know. I just feel like garters are associated with women. Um, So I just feel like um, also, like, men, there used to be, like, suits with shorts. Like, there's a Leave it to Beaver oh, episode yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, where um, his grandmother gets Beaver um, a shorts suit and he's all embarrassed about it. And sometimes I think I'm like... Oh, I thought he'd be stoked. Well, that's that's what you would have worn the garters with for the knee-high socks. Hell yeah. With yes. the shorts. I'm look like a fucking baller. So I got off on this tangent from kindergarten, but um, knapsacks. Okay, cool. So um, for points, I like the words. I like the words, and I like the functionality. Um, twenty-two points plus nineteen hundred, nineteen twenty-two, for you. You know, you did make a lot of good points, specifically about sleep. I mean, nighttime sleep is important. Don't let your naps affect your nighttime sleep. And uh, it's never been an issue for your, me. Your logic is uh, pretty solid. I award you twenty six points. Whoa, whoa! I feel like I haven't won in a while. This is so exciting. Yeah, it's the comeback. You're on a comeback. Oh, alas! So, of course, in cl- in our classic fashion, we each add nineteen hundred to our scores. Yeah, so well, I already added nineteen hundred to yours, so don't add another one. Oh, <laughs> I get another. Oh, that was the one. <laughs> A landslide victory <laughs> by Matthew. Um, so I get 1926. 1926. What a time. Did you know that the chocolate chip cookie was not even invented in like the late 20s? Get out of town. Can you look it up right now? When was the chocolate chip cookie invented? Because I'm pretty sure that it was not invented until the 30s. And I think about it. And it's like my my grandmother's 91 years old. She was born in 1928. Um, and she was alive for a few years before the chocolate chip cookie existed. In so they just nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. That's what I'm saying. And they just never had an idea to put chocolate in a cookie. Isn't that insane? This country was going downhill. Well, I mean, back then, when was the end of prohibition? Up. I don't. Huh? When was the end of prohibition? I should know this. How long did Prohibition last? Didn't it 31? Did it end in 31? I don't know. It well, wasn't... I'm only asking this because if it you didn't... It ended in 33. 33, okay. Well, I'm just saying because if you didn't have chocolate chip... It started chip... in 1920. That's a long time, man. years? Um, does anyone want... Oh, um, okay, never mind. I'm not going to say that because so I ran a trivia night on Sundays and I was about to give away a hint for one of the questions. Was um, part of the Roaring tw- 20s just that... They weren't allowed to drink, so it was all secretive. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. We should do it also, just, just to be Also, like before, secretive. like, October, like, like Dark Monday or what, 1929, like... Cyber Monday? <laughs> yes, Cyber <laughs> Monday in the 20s. Um, people were living, like, very lavish lives. Like, the, like, the economy was great, and, like, people were doing really well, and so, like, that was part of the roaring 20s because people were successful and like had right like good things so that was part of i thought that was the main thing um yeah and right now we're we're in the roaring 20s we are roaring in these 20s yeah i just started a new job um i have a clean room new year new me 2020 aaron (laughs) um 
so I have this thing where I text, well, not just Matt, but some of my friends randomly, and I'll just be like, I'm sad, or I want a nap. Which is probably a good thing, because I took the side of naps. And Matt has taken it upon himself to remind me every single time that I say anything negative that 2020 Aaron doesn't do those things. Um, and I really feel like it's starting to, like, ingrain itself into my being. Like, mm -hmm. I start to think, I'm like, mm, I'm tired. Like, I'm going to text Matt that I'm tired. And I'm just going to be like, you know what? He's going to say, 2020 Aaron doesn't get tired. 2020 Aaron doesn't let people push her around. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. I may be super nice and drive people to the airport when it's, like, way out of my way and I don't have a car, but, like, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like, honestly, it, it, it's a working progress, work in progress, and I'm doing better in 2020. 2020, Aaron likes knapsacks over naps. That's what I heard. Whoa. Woo. Let's not go that far. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider sponsoring us so that we can continue to create new episodes by going to anchor.fm slash unhealthy. Thank you for listening. Okay, are we doing the next part? Okay, so yes. Um, for those of you who know me, you're probably aware of this, but um, for those of you who don't, I'm a huge fan of sharks. Um, and the other day I, I text people random things cause I like trivia and I like, you know, just like random facts and learning. Um, and I texted Matt and I was like, Hey, like, have you ever heard about the Greenland shark? And he was like, what? No, I haven't heard about that. And I was like, yeah, these things like live like 400 to 500 years. And he was like, no way. I, did, I honestly didn't believe it. He didn't believe me. He didn't believe me. I, cause I thought they're invertebrates. Uh, vertebrate animals, I think the longest living is like blue whales or uh, maybe orcas. There was a... like 90, 90 years on average. Um, there was a catfish, um, in St. Louis, Missouri that was found that was 190 years old. So, and they're vertebrates. I don't know. What are catfish? I don't know. But this is just like, I'm just, I was just thinking average lifespan. But, anyways, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I had the wrong Greenland sharks are vertebrates estimated between 300 and 500 years estimated so what i'm going to do is just read uh stuff that i copied and pasted from wikipedia uh because these animals are fucking wild okay. and well the main the wikipedia thing gets crazier and crazier the more you read they reach sexual maturity at 150 Don't ruin it. <laughs> 150 Spoilers. 150 years old and i really want to know how long is their puberty? Because, like, middle school for Greenland sharks must be wild. Like, the bullying in that atmosphere. Whew! <laughs> I can't even imagine. Nor do I want to. I hope they all go to, like, private school where they have uniforms. So then it's like they, you know, like, there aren't those, like, popular kids or whatever. But Look, none of these sharks are the popular kids. They have uh, parasites swimming in their eyes like always i already knew that eyes. they're yeah. really old yeah of course. but think about it 500 years ago what was going on in this world okay just dude i'll get there okay. i'll get there all right i'm like i'm gonna let you go sorry yeah, it's like the middle ages um okay you gotta look they're greenland sharks you just have to look up pictures because they're like the weirdest fucking looking things in the entire world yeah they have the longest known lifespan of all vertebrae species estimated between 300 and 500 years as an adaption to living at depth, it has a high concentration of 
trimethylethene and oxide in its tissues, which causes the meat to be toxic. They're toxic. You you can't just like take a bite out of it. It'll They're, fuck you up. But it can be prepared for consumption. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't I don't know what the Wikipedia article says. Well, you should have memorized it like I did. I mean, I just I know more things about the Greenland shark off the top of my head, I guess, but go ahead. They grow to 21 feet and 2200 pounds and possibly up to 24 feet and 3100 pounds. All right, so what's the BMI of that Greenland shark? Go ahead. There's more than a ton. They're like cars. It's literally bigger than a car. Not a Prius. It is a thick, thick set species with a short rounded nose, small eyes, and very small dorsal pectoral fins. The gill openings are very small for the species. Great size. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this fact is crazy. The Greenland shark has never been observed hunting. But what about the polar bears? Recorded prey have included smaller sharks, seals, Polar bears, moose, and reindeer. In one case, an entire reindeer body. So they've caught the sharks, gutted them, and found these animals in their body. They've never filmed a Greenland shark actually hunting. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how they hunt because it swims at 0.76 miles per hour. And the fastest it goes is 1.6 miles per hour. That's inc- that sounds like me. <laughs> this top speed is only half of a typical seal in their diet. Biologists are uncertain how the sharks are able to prey on the faster seals. It is hypothesized that they may ambush them while they sleep. Oh, or maybe like maybe like it, while the um, reindeer and polar bears are sleeping, all of a sudden the area where they're sleeping melts and they just fall into the ocean. <laughs> And they just fall really oh, far down, like right near a Greenland shark. Yeah, right, right into the jaws. Into their, yeah, into I the think waiting jaws. They migrate annually based on depth and temperature rather than distance. The species has been observed at a depth of seventy-two hundred feet. That's wow. really that's more than a mile under the ocean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's almost a mile and a half. Five thousand two hundred eighty. But um, what is a league? How many? How many? Many leagues. Uh, check it. Yeah, look up uh, leagues per mile. <laughs> <laughs> Five thousand um, leagues under the sea. Twenty thousand. Jules Verne. Um, a one league is three point four five two miles. Whoa, that's far. Yeah. I feel like that's not used to measure depth, but distance typically. Am I wrong or right? Oh, really? I would guess. How far deep can you go? These things like well, I was just deep. thinking about like twenty thousand leagues under the sea, and I always think depth. Yeah, but that's maybe just because of the book. Yeah. Um. Wow, that's really interesting. Okay, so um, also for reference, uh, one point six miles per hour. Um, Usain Bolt when he broke the record for what was it the the fifty yard 100. or hundred. Um, and two hundred. No, it's not the. No, it's a hundred. Was um his top speed was twenty seven miles per hour. Yeah. It was a hundred, but he also has a record for the two hundred. I think he does. Yeah, but I was talking about his top speed. Yeah. Um, oh no, yeah, it's crazy. You're if you're walking, you're walking faster than two miles per hour. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> you can outwalk these things. Yeah, you can outwalk a Greenland shark. And they weigh more than a car. And yet, 
They and they live, live five fucking years. They live forever. Okay. It's like in the Sandlot. Forever. It gets crazier. It gets crazier. Keep going. The shark is often colonized by a copepod, which is a crustacean, <laughs> which is it, which is the thing that attaches itself to the shark eyes. It literally uh, is attached to its eyes. Is it, it a parasitic weird. or symbiotic relationship? Uh, we, or biologists suspect symbiotic. Uh, the copepod may display bioluminescence and thus attract <sighs> prey for the shark. Oh. But this has not been verified. Okay. Wait, no, but there, symbiotic is the umbrella term for parasitic, um, what's the, uh, commensalism. That's when it doesn't affect either of them, really. Mm-hmm. Um, this, okay. is, I'm, this is, I'm going back in time to, like, 2010 right now in my brain to, like, yeah. remember this stuff. But anyway, um. Good. good pull. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Here, here's a quote for you from Henry Willem Dewhurst. Who's that? Uh, Your uncle? Well, he wrote The Natural History of the Order Catasia in 1834. Cordata, order, genus, species. Cortana. <laughs> Cortana. <laughs> the Windows help lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. Clippy, help me. <laughs> <laughs> Where did Clippy go? <laughs> That's what we're trying to discover. Yeah. Here. Okay, this is a quote. Basically, they they caught a Greenland shark and uh, had it on their ship. The pieces on that are shit? cut off exhibit a contraction of their muscular fibers for some time after life is extinct. It is therefore extremely difficult to kill and unsafe to trust the hand within its mouth, even when the head is cut off. What? And if we are to believe Krantz... This motion is to be observed three days later if the part is trod or struck. Okay, why would we believe Krantz? I mean, who is Krantz? <laughs> like, fuck it, this guy's making up shit all the time. Yeah, sure. like He's I, just a bullshitter. Yeah, but the thing is, who else is bullshitting on Greenland sharks? Yeah. No one else. Krantz. We should, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's alone there. So, like, we, everyone just believes him? I suppose so. I think we should write a book on the subject. Absolutely. Call um, it Krantz Critters. Um, anti Krantz. The anti Krantz. The anti Krantz. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it gets better. It gets better. Okay, wow, it gets better? Here's how they determine the age. In 2016, a study determined that the oldest Carbon. of the animals they sampled had lived for 392 plus or minus 120 years. Which is qu- consequently, so the animal they had was born between 1504 and in 1744 and i don't know if you remember 1504 what it was like back then um i did take european history um and um i do was there serfdom probably (laughs) some crazy ass shit was going on basically with humans uh, with sharks, same ass shit. We was was greenland sharks what was going on was there like the holy roman empire or like Sounds about right. That, that sounds later, honestly. The authors further concluded that the species reaches sexual maturity at about 150 years of age. We already discussed that. I know, but it's worth repeating. It's worth repeating. Fucking iconic. But now I wonder when their brains are fully developed because humans reach Probably sexual like maturity. 80. Um, no, sexual maturity before their oh, brains fully right, reach. Right. Yeah, shit. Like I, my brain is not like 300 years old. Yeah, whoa. Yeah, because like 
Like, say, like, what's, like, the average age that a woman gets a period? Like, 12.7 years old? That's really... But, but uh, homo sapiens are also different because we have very large brains compared to the sharks. Oh, I love it's sharks. probably, like, 10 but... times as large, at least. Oh, yeah. You know, probably. that's interesting. Um, dolphins, that's probably a whole different story. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, but anyway, yeah, our brains don't fully develop until 25, so it's, like... Okay. That's Get later. The, uh toxicity of the flesh the flesh of the greenland shark is toxic because the person high concentrations of trimethylene oxide tmao if the meat is eaten without pretreatment, the ingested tmao can produce effects similar to extreme drunkenness tickling my ass off <laughs> <laughs> tmao <laughs> if you ingest too much TMO, TMAO, if you ingest too much tickle my ass off, you might tickle your own ass off out of drugs. Oh, damn. Uh, the Greenland shark's poisonous flesh has a high urea content, which gave rise, gave rise to the Inuit legend of... I thought you were going to be reading this and not me, so I didn't uh, translate it. Uh, Skalugzuk... Some like that's like the common spelling, right? Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> that. Okay, cool. Basic, basically, these sharks smell like urine. Yeah. Well, you said urea, so I kind of got that vibe. Yeah. The legend says that an old woman washed her hair in urine and dried it with a cloth. The cloth blew into the ocean, to become the first Greenland shark. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? I love oral history. <laughs> oral history. Oral legend. history. Yeah, that's awesome. Another beautiful legend says a girl whose father cut off her fingers while drowning her with each what? finger what turning kind of into father? a sea creature. <laughs> Look, these are just the craziest shit that people and came she... up with. What else? Before Twitter and Instagram, what were people doing? Except talking about crazy ass legends. Apparently cutting their daughter's fingers off. One of which became a Greenland shark. So you're welcome. Yeah, well... Um, now you get to enjoy their Wikipedia. Yeah, that is true. I do get to do that. So I tried, I, I started a new job, and um, I, I tried to, like, you know, be, like, kind of chill in the first few days and sort of, you know, just, like, suppress the... the you know, the, the core of my being because I tend to be quite curious, random off topic and um really unafraid to say what i'm thinking uh and i i sort of messed up one of the days and i started talking about my obsession with fish um sustainable fishing um and then this guy was like i'm telling you i don't think you could do anything to give like make me give a fuck about fish and i was like i was like so offended he's like i love sharks though and i was like whoa you love sharks because i was like let me tell you about sharks and i got all excited and then i started telling about the greenland shark and then he walked away um but after that three other people were still listening and then i learned from one of my friends that a co-workers that about the 180 year old catfish that was like 450 pounds 450 pounds they found okay how insane is this if you look up this catfish they found a boot in his stomach of the largest man in the world like what? yeah it's like a size 32 boot the most interesting catfish in the world i know like what on like they honestly that should be so much more like well known, yeah. That's sure. insane. Would, it's like, oh, by the way, the Sasquatch is f like 
boot is in this catfish's <laughs> belly. Like, okay. This fucking sat the catfish just like took a bite out of Sasquatch. Or Probably. This catfish probably like, is. It took on the spirit of the Sasquatch. It fucked the Loch Ness monster or something, probably. It probably killed I'm not it. ruling out anything, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, honestly, same. Um, yeah, five hundred years ago, man. Time That's flies it. when you're having, you know, urea skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's Toxins. What, yeah, people usually say that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's it. That's uh, all, folks. That's all, folks. You guys should really like look up the Greenland shark or any other really old things out there because... Uh, oldies we, but goodies. Oldies but goodies. Also, the geriatric community could use your love, so go call Bingo at a local uh, retirement home one of these days. Uh, I'm signing off. This was an unhealthy discourse with Aaron and Matt. Have a lovely rest of your day. Goodbye. <laughs>